3: Oh my god, do we even remember how to do this anymore? Do you we mean, even remember who the hell we are anymore? You
2: mean this podcast thing? Yes. Oh gosh. Hit the don't... big
3: red button. Yeah. Shiny big record button and we're yeah, going. Yeah, and we're gone. My name is Mao. With me as always.
2: Dr. Morbius.
3: From Parts Unknown. Just returning from Parts Unknown. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I yeah, was I was, a little I was foray in down, back down, into... I was in
2: the land down under, <laughs> and not, which is in <laughs> we Australia. We from the land
3: down under. This is Slow Robot A Big show number 194. What makes it big? The hundred and ninety-three gems of comedy before this one.
2: Hey, by the way, gems, I, everyone. Gems. <laughs> like sparkly. By the way, so we're, outrageous. By the way, we're getting ripped off and I explained to you why. Uh-oh. I was going on my Roku uh you know channel again. Oh. That's like going through And
3: they were rebroadcasting us without no, any credit. Wish,
2: no, no. <laughs> There's I go through the new channels, I'm going through oh movie channel, blah blah blah. Now there's a there's a movie channel that shows old B movies. It's called Cult Movie A-Go-Go. Oh. <gasps>
3: oh no. Rip off. No. They're ripping us off, dude. And it's funny cuz I mean we're I think the B movie podcasts they are a fairly small group. There's yeah. not a lot of them out. I mean there's a lot out there but there's not a lot a lot out there. And I I know we're all kind of hearing each other cuz every now and then yeah. uh Something we do that is so obscure no one would ever have heard of uh-huh. it, they do it.
1: Uh-huh. uh You
3: know, or they'll riff it, and then I'm like, uh uh-huh. uh-huh. and, yeah. and I guess vice versa. Sometimes I'll hear something from them, and I'll be like, that sounds pretty stupid. You know, or yeah. they'll just flippantly talk about one. So, I don't know. I, the one thing I hate about it is <laughs> that, like, especially with podcasters, I guess with everything, there's still this sense of, like, they'll never put each other over, like, I a, like a, like a lot of shows back I put over that uh, we hate movies. I said I really like that one and and uh, you know I, I talk about ones that I like because I'll give them a rub. I don't care They're, There's not like, oh, we're fighting for advertising dollars, and there's only so many hours in a day, so no, the, so people won't listen to this one if they listen to the, the other one. like we're all a community, we should all be supporting each other. Mm-hmm. but that's not really the no. mentality. The mentality is like, oh, Uh-oh. those are all stupid and we're really smart, and you're like, dummy. We're together. We'd be stronger, you idiots. But no, there's none of that. It's all backstabbing and stupidity.
2: So. Yeah, well, you know, welcome to <sighs> welcome of, to the world.
3: Drops of blood in the Shark Tank.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Idiots. So you, you, I, I haven't watched anything, but you Nothing. told me you oh, did. Oh yeah, I
3: watched a lot of movies. So, all right. Well, okay. Well, we'll start off with this one. Currently has a zero percent on the Rotten Tomatoes meter. Mm, um, sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> There's a spoof movie by the Adam Sandler camp called Ridiculous Six. Um, it's a western.
2: <laughs> so it's taken off on the Hateful Eight or yeah, something. Yeah, kinda.
3: It's that, and they're just. It's a western. It's. It was totally stupid. Um, I. There was some parts I and and you can see it was lazy and stupid and cumbersome and a little slow in some parts, but I laughed. A, you saw it. I, okay. I, I watched it. I laughed a lot of times. Like it was really, that funny kind of dumb that is. Actually, quite charming if you let it be, you know. Um, And believe it or not, one of the funniest actors in this whole thing. You remember a little thing called Twilight? You might not have heard of it. It was this. It was this obscure, horrible movie series. But um, there was a guy in there who played the lead, like wolf, werewolf, Taylor, Taylor Lawton. Yeah, that
2: guy.
3: Well, in this, in the Ridiculous Six, he plays like like a dumber than dirt brother. He was freaking hilarious. Like he was really, really funny. And his delivery was funny. Like he I was like, well, I got some respect for this guy now. He he isn't just abs. He really was <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: funny, you know, and, and you're like, yeah. Oh my god. So that was it was parts of it were enjoyable. Most of it was stupid. What are you gonna do? Uh then I watched the Terminator Genesis, which I've been dying to see that one. Obviously oh, then obviously on. I'm a huge, huge Terminator fan, so I mean, the fact that I didn't see it in the movie theaters is almost unbelievable, but eh, you know. The the later, the first couple, yeah, after that, I watched them because I'm a huge fan. This one was okay. I mean, people bagged on it a little bit, but I thought it was alright, you know. The last couple, I I like them even though I know they're not great, but they're not going to be the first one, or the second one, you know, when they were like, holy shit, this is a really good movie, you know.
2: Uh, you know you know if um if if back in the day if Schwarzenegger, Stallone and say Bruce Willis were going to play classical musical composers um Stallone say I'll be Beethoven, uh, Willis would say I'll be Schubert and uh and uh, Schwarzenegger would say I'll be Bach. <laughs> That's a really bad joke, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, uh,
3: I'll allow it. What are you gonna do? You know, yeah, hey, we you, are the beam. You, you can edit it out if you we want to. We are the you said it. It can't be unsaid.
2: That's right.
1: <laughs>
3: then anyway. I watched for Christmas the Santa Claus. It's just Santa okay. Claus. Um, then these two are the ones that you will be most interested in. Now on uh Netflix there is a streaming one called Electric Boogaloo. No, 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 no. Not Breaking 2? Well, that's where it got his name. It's a documentary about canon films.
2: Oh, that's cool. And
3: it's about Golden and Globus. I've heard about that, yeah. It is an incredible documentary.
2: Okay.
3: One of the best I've ever seen. Because I love that all their movies are hilarious and Uh, insane and wrong. And they showed everything. (coughs) Excuse me. And it was really just you got to watch it. you got to see it. It's, the, it's one of the best documentaries because the the B-movie world is so intriguing to me and, and they showed all this as shenanigans and how crazy these people were. He, they, those two were insane. Oh, Golan,
2: Golan Globus. Yeah. yeah,
3: they were insane.
2: You know that our movie today, one of our movies said Canon Films on it, but it's not, Gore, it's not those guys, Macham Golan and Globus. It's, uh, but it said canon Probably yeah.
3: used uh people But you know, who, but
2: you know in our first the movie we we're gonna do, Lloyd Kaufman from Troma is one of the producers of it, believe oh, it or not. Oh, but it's I've, very early in the game. So at <laughs> any rate He yeah. hadn't
3: given up on life yet. So that and that's I, right.
2: They produced the uh they produced those breaking movies, uh-huh, didn't they? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh god. Well they got their big their big movie I think was uh, the ninja one, um with Franco Nero, uh god. Oh. Enter, America, the, enter, enter the, the ninja, ninja. Enter yeah. the ninja, and then that became a big deal. But they and, were
3: just—they you know. showed them over in Can, when that one time when they just bought up everything, they bought up—they bought the entire like all the billboards said Canon films, and they were just—they were just out there doing blow and signing people and stuff. It was yeah, It was so yeah. insane. It was such a weird—you—you you don't really realize the depth of the insanity until you watch it, and you're like, oh my god, they were as crazy as I envisioned. Sure, you know of what I mean? They were. But they made movies. They were still, you know, they were.
2: They did know. it for a few years. Yeah. When did and they stop? Like in the nineties or something. Or? I think
3: so. They also talked a lot about the decline and, and how they over they overextended and uh. and then they they were trying to make these real movies and no one wanted to see real movies from yeah. Canon. You know. So and then the last one I watched was called Chaos on the Bridge, and it was uh, William Shatner. Tom um, <laughs> Shatner. Oh well, yeah, no, but he was. He, it was a do- another documentary, but they were talking about how oh, the Trek. next generation. And how hard it was and how no one believed in the project and how it was... And Roddenberry was just more of a pain in the ass than anything and his lawyer was this scumbag. Interesting. It was a really interesting show. Interesting. Uh, It was was only an hour, you know, so that was good. That was painless. The the canon one was two hours. I could have sat for another two hours.
2: Yeah, I think my uh, buddy saw that. I didn't know it was called Electric Boogaloo. It was okay. two
3: hours long, and I wanted it to be three or four. Was it hours on long. Uh,
2: streaming or was it on mm-hmm. disc? Streaming. Because no, I don't get the streaming anymore. So. The, I'm sure I'll find oh, you it. know what? I though, can find it. Th-
3: he, your buddy might have seen another one because what happened was at the end of it, there was one of those like things on the black where it says text, and it said, "We approached Golden and Globus." Yeah, I, yeah Golden and Globus. Yeah, Golden Globus. Yeah, we approached them. They declined, and then they, they made their own documentary and put it out, the go, the go Boys.
2: That might be the one. That's the
3: one. I think you that mentioned That might it before. be the one
2: that he saw. It, was, it came with another movie. Yeah,
3: that, they put it out three months before then. They had to beat them, so what they did was they made it as quickly as possible, put it out. That's okay. got to be just...
2: Well, you know, now there's two of them. Wow, well, who knew? Yeah.
3: <laughs> who knew? <laughs> but if they're making their own documentary about themselves...
2: I'm sure it's yeah. going to be like, you know, we were two poor Israeli boys, you know. They were like,
3: and then we became the greatest thing in the history ever. And then we hooked up ever. with
2: Roger Corman, and we learned from him, which I think is what they did. And then we became like the 80s... Uh, 80s version of... Cheese factory. Great. Cheesecake factory.
3: So, a lot of fun. Uh, if you're, if, I guess I'm going to probably have to seek out the other one and, and watch it, you know. The Go Boys? Yeah, the Go Boys. And then there's also, there's that one, and there's also um, uh, Nintendo Quest. <laughs> which these are two documentary style movies i have to go find uh, but i'm not going to go buy them.
2: Well, right. Okay, so the 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 Electric Boogaloo, what year is it from? Is it new? Oh yeah, it's new. Okay.
3: Maybe not new new, but it's within a year. Okay. I mean, it's All not. Right. Okay, let's take a chiller break and then we come back. We're going to we're going to christmas up this joint.
2: Oh man, this was a cheerful movie we got coming <laughs> up. <laughs> Merry freaking Christmas.
0: Bonnie, don't steal any beer while i'm gone. What kind of pathetic drunk do you take me for? (gasps) Somebody spilled beer in this ashtray!
4: Let me, Emmanuel, teach you the secret joys of love. I will show you how to live for pleasure and how to make your most exciting fantasies come true. You will discover that nothing is wrong if it feels good and you will not be content until your life is truly alive with love. Paramount Pictures presents the all-new Emmanuel. The joys of a woman. Rated X. No one under 17 admitted.
0: Motion picture about the most fearless and fascinating performer of all time. Yeah, a real nut. Hubba, humba, humba! See Evil Knievel, the story of a daredevil who wants to jump his motorcycle over the Grand Canyon. It's a wonder he's still alive. Hubba, humba, humba! See Evil Knievel, last of the gladiators, ride his bike into the air and over the fountains at Caesar's Palace, Las Vegas. You should only know what happened to him on the way down. Evil Knievel starring George Hamilton, Sue Lyon, and a great supporting cast. Yeah, with lots of plaster. Humpa, humpa, humpa. See Evil Knievel filmed in Metro Color from the Fanfare Corporation, rated GP. You're a lot of noise. Go away, boy. You bother me.
2: Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?
4: Paramount Pictures presents...
0: A dual, ghoul, double scream show. Scream number one. Frankenstein and the monster from hell.
4: See the eeriest transplant in the history of horror. His brain came from a genius, his body from a killer, his
0: soul came from hell. It's the newest and most frightening Frankenstein ever filmed.
4: Scream number two, Captain Kronos, Vampire
0: Hunter. The only man alive, feared by the walking dead. Born the night creatures and the... Ah! Captain Kronos is here!
4: Frankenstein and the monster from hell. Plus, Captain Kronos, Vampire Hunter, all shot. In color, both rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parents.
0: Now scream! Ah! Oh, behave. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, baby!
3: Oh uh, yeah, so we almost we almost forgot to say it's Star Wars Mania. That's right, it's oh Star Wars weekend.
2: Yeah. Oh my
3: God, so much Star Wars talk.
2: I'm telling you, man. Then next oh. weekend the the the, the Tarantino movie comes out. I guess there's some controversy because that's only playing in theaters. I think that has 70 millimeter projectors or something yeah. like that. See, I'm gonna I, I'm and actually
3: gonna see both of them in theaters. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna go see *Hateful Eight, Um. I, I don't know. Re-
2: I refuse.
3: Uh not me. I don't care.
2: Uh, but I, mean, I like Kurt st- Russell, but I don't like QT, so screw that.
3: I some I do some I don't. I don't know, okay. but but boy, the Star Wars You know, I like Star Wars. I but like the first holy two movies, shit. The the marketing and the the yeah. insanity surrounding this this Star Wars, I'm like, "Oh
2: god." it's been like that since the second movie or the third movie, this whole like it phenomenon. went away because
3: everyone was like, yuck. Cause the last ones were terrible. And then, um, I, which I didn't hate, hate them, but I was like, okay whatever. I hate but it, then, man. um, you know, now this one's coming out and oh I can't, I
2: create, I'm like, very tired. Like, of like I always say, it. create new characters, create new storylines, create new people. Enough with the you know yeah. re, re, regurgitating nope. the 80s or nope. this, whatever. <laughs> <know>.
3: <laughs> whatever. I'll, anyway, I'm gonna. Like I said I'm gonna go see it, but I'll wait two or three weeks so I can like sit by myself on a matinee out, you know, and just kick my feet up and not care. I hate sure. sitting next to people and everyone's all sweaty crazy and, and on their phones and gross. And, uh, and then you have sheriffs from the Florida shooting you and murdering you. Because yeah. At popcorn because that's legal. Because you know if you're an old bastard from florida cop you can shoot people because who cares right
2: okay <laughs> i don't have a lot of hate in my i'm not
3: angry about that or anything you know
2: I, you know I, uh, <laughs> i'm not gonna say nothing about that
3: you know? <laughs> well, look it up know, everyone it's true. okay okay yeah. but we're know. not here to talk about hate we're going no. to talk about christmas
2: oh it's pretty hateful christmas movie we we're going to talk about Woo-hoo.
3: Yowza! Even, now, if, even
2: if it is a, it's not really a Christmas movie, but it's sad. I got like a Christmas, funny. I got a funny story about set this too, it's in the too, holiday p- time frame. What
3: did you pick for this week's endeavor?
2: Silent night, bloody night.
3: Silent night, bloody night. Now, as I was sitting in my cubicle farm, as I'm apt to do, I was <laughs> doing a little bit of show research and looking it up, and I was like, "Huh, this was released on the same weekend as, um, as a." Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and it, that's why it tanked and, and no. it, this looks really crazy and that's really wild. Okay. So I sit down. I looked up Silent Night, Bloody Night. You Instead watched the of, wrong movie. I was looking up the wrong you movie. You looked
2: up Silent Night, Deadly Night. So I did
3: all the so, so research and I'm sitting there and I was like, well this doesn't look like it would be released at the same time. And where's weekend. Mary
2: Warren off? Where is she? I told you she was in the movie. No, no, no. Because I
3: was like, I didn't, I just, I just totally whiffed on it. So I'm sitting there and I was, in my brain I'm like, this looks really old to be released at the same weekend as as Ready, you know, uh, Nightmare, no, and Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And I was like, "This is weird." And I was like, uh, and I looked it up on my phone real quick. I was like, "Oh, I'm dumb." So yeah, I was That's I, okay. I was thrown for a bit of a loop for the yeah. first ten or fifteen minutes. I'm like, "I don't think this is the same movie," but
2: no, it's not because I mean, they were
3: both on New Year- on Christmas Eve, so it could have been. Like they're both like at first I was like this I guess this is the same movie.
2: <laughs> it was really weird. Again, Mary Waronoff, you know, there's your there's your starting point or whatever. Even the starting point of the movie, but no, I mean, yeah, I know there was a cyanide deadly and this movie, the version I saw has the title card Death House in it. Is the one that mm. used that you watch the Death House Death House in it? It says it just opens and it says Death House. I don't know. I but, um, but you know, it was later retitled. I, <laughs> I might have been
3: really confused and looking at my phone at that point, but I don't know,
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, you know again, we go back to this to the fabulous, cheerful seventies, you know, from all these movies from the seventies that I keep bringing up you would think it would be the most depressing horrible era ever, ever <laughs> uh-huh. but it wasn't you know they just I made movies the, like that i think
3: that. the 70s owe you some royalties man You're yeah like.
2: i mean they do owe me some royalties <laughs> and including like you know some actors probably do because i'm we're helping their careers posthumously so much but at any rate um <laughs>
1: yeah
2: yeah no there's silent night deadly night and there's i think there's a probably like a silent night evil night too and then there's a part, there's a Silent Night, Bloody Night Part 2 also, which we're not going to watch. And there's no. all sorts of things like
3: that. This one was a really weird movie.
2: Extremely weird.
3: Um, on a I'd lot never, of I'd them.
2: never seen it before. I'd heard about it. You know, when we're doing a holiday theme. I go, well, you know, Mary Warrenoff. hey, you know, you'll like something about it, you yep. know, at least. You sure know. did, yeah. She was, she was very young. This movie was made in 72, so... Very young and attractive, and yeah. you know, um, you yeah, know. she was
3: really pretty. Or is really pretty. I mean, not yeah. was she's, yeah, she's Mary Warnoff, man. That's yeah. Race Two Thousand.
2: Exactly, yeah. Rock and Roll High School. Whoever
3: named your car the Bull was only half right.
2: Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, so this is like uh, you know, a little hot. I read about this movie a little bit. And it's funny because this movie came out. It was made in '72. Came out in '74. And, you know, it didn't really do that well, but apparently, like, in, in the late 70s, Channel 9 from New York started showing this movie, like, during the holiday season. I guess it did good for them because oh, they, awesome. they didn't get any complaints. Like, can you imagine on Christmas, they're showing this thing on television? You'd think, like, oh my God, get this out there. This is horrible. But I guess it was on the horror show late at night. The kids oh, were like, people eat it the up, kids man. were like eating it up or whatever. So I guess it was a favorite, you know, See, for a while the, there.
3: The ending is a quite the payoff yeah like and once you get to the ending you go oh a lot of stuff now makes sense that didn't you know like when you're watching it, uh, Robert uh, uh, Carradine yeah
2: Carradine yeah what's his name Uh, John Carradine John Carradine I I
3: was saying Richard and I was like that's not his name damn it so John Carradine was doing that weird thing and you're like well that doesn't
2: you do have like a little bell there because it keeps like you know that's that's all he says throughout the movie throughout his two scenes yep the mute. And Good then, job. And,
3: and every now and then he would ring the bell and people would go, yep, you're right. <laughs> just like, like,
2: wait, what? Not only that, but the guy, the actor, Patrick O'Neill, who's listed as the lead actor in the movie, they pulled a psycho. Because he, he's, the, the the lawyer, he's done pretty like quick into the movie or whatever. And he was the main actor in this movie. He's the top, he top billed actor, huh? Patrick O'Neill, from Ocala, Florida, by the way, born nice. in Ocala. But, mm-hmm. uh yeah, so it's a it's it's an interesting movie. It's <laughs> and got, James
3: Patterson's and I was like, that's not the writer is it? So I looked it up, that's not the writer. Okay. And this
2: movie's got connections to Andy Warhol because boy worn I think the director was in and then like during the scene, during the 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 Crazy at, the end, scene, the, at yeah. the end during the uh, banquet scene with the doctors, there was Warhol people in there. There was Candy Darling which was uh Mortalized in the uh, Lou Reed song "Walk on the Wild Side," who was a transvestite, you know. So, uh, and then they had their little drunken bacchanali scene or whatever. Yeah. And then the inmates, some of them were Warhol. Yeah. Why well, not Mary
3: Warren? Was was she was an actress in, in the movie? Well, yeah. but I mean, she was in the, she was in uh, Warhol's clique.
2: Yeah, she was an actress in some of his movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, she was one of the Warhol people or whatever. So this was right after. I mean, '72. I mean, that was like. I always wonder a, a
3: little bit about her, and because um, of her career path, I always I was kind of thinking about this the other like not the other day, maybe a couple months ago, and I was like wondering like. How was she to work with, or what? What kind of a person is she, like, really?
2: Sure, she probably was okay.
3: Yeah, she seems pretty nice. She's it, like a, not nice, but I mean, she seems very good likeable, at her craft. Yeah, yeah good at her and likable. But maybe she's one of those super artsy, like, really weirdo people. or... I
2: don't know. She did, did it. She sure did enough exploitation to make it, like, you know, like she didn't really. She wasn't
3: afraid to show her body.
2: No, and she did. You know? And she, she, she. I, I, the only art films that I remember seeing her in... Nah, I didn't even see the. I don't even have... Nah, I take it back. I never saw the Warhol movies. All I ever saw was in McCorman Corman movies and, yeah. and this. And she was... And Paul Bartel movies or whatever. She's always you know? believable. No, nah, she's fine.
3: Yeah, that's one of those things where I was like, okay, well, what what kept her from being a star? Was it just because she was in those? Yeah. That kind of thing? I think and so. And once you're branded... Probably because of the
2: Corman movies. Once you're
3: labeled Corman, then... <laughs>
2: <laughs> once you're branded exploit Back then, anyway, once you're, you're... fully your,
3: Cormanized, and that's I what... I mean, you know,
2: <laughs> David Carradine, you know yeah, went on that, well, to do other things yeah. but nothing really went on to die in a hang himself the auto well, I mean he he did kung fu you know <laughs> but maybe that was before the corner movies I don't know and he did a fun, mm-hmm. and he did that buddy uh, Woody Guthrie movie and a few things but he ended up being kind of like a B movie actor Bell. you know yeah. I mean, uh, Stallone, you know, he got, I mean, well, I take it back. I mean, if you think about Corman movies. That's where everyone starts. uh, De Niro, um, Harvey Keitel, Scorsese. uh, Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, Jack Nicholson, you name it. Yeah, they all started out there. But Mary, you know, I guess she kind of stayed in the exposure, but she was so good at it. And she
3: also, I guess maybe the other thing is, I'm looking at it from a fan's point of view. She's not like a a, a, a Hollywood knockout.
2: No, she's an interesting actress. She's That's interesting what I mean, she's a good character. actress, and she's she did she looks movie. very normal. She did mainstream movies. I yeah. can't think of them right now. But she did do mainstream movies, yeah. and she's, yeah. she's 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 an iconic B movie. Uh, yeah, you know, actress. Her. Oh, yeah. I know. Her, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get into this.
3: What do we got going on here? You know, a lawyer shows up. He's all hoity-toity.
2: Yeah, he shows up with his like well, his hussy. With his hussy, yeah, because we find out a few minutes later that <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, do. he's got his wife and kid, and he's like, oh, yeah, I am on a case, and he's got his little French, uh, French uh, model girl there, a
3: harlot, yeah, who with, with and I was like, oh, remember
2: when fur coats were allowed or yeah. or a thing? Well, there's fake ones you can get now, but yeah. you might get like pelted by uh, peta people or whatever. <laughs> so basically, he's a lawyer for uh, Jeffrey Butler. Who is the son of, uh, you know, the man, the guy who, uh, basically Jeffrey Butler, at the beginning you find out that he was he owned this house and then he turned it into an insane asylum. And then when he came back, all you see in the beginning is that he like, he runs out of the house on fire. Like, and you're going like, what the hell's going on here? You know, you have no idea what's going on. And he puts in his will that the house has to keep, stay stay you know they can't destroy it or whatever the only Uh, person that and it's will to his son and then there's like that really weird opening scene where you're like wait what's going on yeah you have no idea it's very strange she at the beginning she's taught mary warnoff's talking about the movie she's really like oh well this house was this and that and the other thing It was it was started and he owned it and then he 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 turned into an oh was she the voiceover She was the voiceover. Oh, the way
3: she was talking, I didn't even recognize it, really.
2: She was the voiceover, yeah. So basically, the lawyer comes into town because he's going to sell the house. With his jaguar. With his jag, yeah, for the nephew who the house is left to, you know, by the owner. So he wants like fifty thousand dollars, and the, the townspeople are like, well, we don't have that kind of money. And he goes, well, you got a day to get it if you want, <laughs> if you want the house. So they're all like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. There's like the four main people in the town, I guess, are sitting at
3: this table, and he just walks in, and he's like, okay, this, we're gonna, you're gonna sell it for fifty thousand. That's it, no arguing, no nothing. Give me the money, or 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 else.
2: Yeah, and they go, yeah, yeah, we'll get, it, we'll get it to you tomorrow. So like, so then the lawyer. Like, it takes off and goes to the house. And around the same time, I guess according to the narration, word gets around throughout town that the house is going on for sale, which includes the mental asylum. And an escaped lunatic, like, runs out and he, like, takes off you know when a stolen he just hijacks a car Boy. and takes off so you know like already there's something
3: Mental institutions were really easy to easy escape to get, back yeah, then yeah it yeah it was just a shank and a car away and they, like yeah. literally they would just shank somebody and get into the nearest ambulance and drive away yeah I've seen it four times now on, on, on our show
2: <laughs> Shit, it's, well, not, it's it's not a good it's, yeah. <laughs> you literally
3: yeah. just shank someone and drive away, and it's, you're, if, you're if, gone. If you,
2: if you, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, whatever. Anyway, so around this whole same time that there's a lot of stuff going on. The mental guy, the house is getting sold. The town's people, the main people in the town, they're kind of harumphy, you
3: know. All
2: of a sudden, like the 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 grandson shows up in town. <laughs> and he's like this mean-looking guy or whatever, and he's like trying to hitch a ride. And Mary Warnoff like passes by him, and then he grabs like a his tire iron and breaks the windows of a car or his car or something. I guess his yeah. car broke down or something. Because at that
3: point you think it's the mental, the mental patient that's...
2: Yeah, the, that's what they're trying to lead you to yeah, believe, so, that he's the mental so patient. These are, and, and wait a minute, oh. he could be. We don't and know yet because this gun, gun, movie is full gun, of red herrings, as they say in, oh, yeah. in the mystery movie uh, genre. And no one expects a red herring. Or the Spanish Inquisition. Exactly. Nobody
0: expects the Spanish Inquisition.
2: So anyway, so you've got all these loose ends. You've got this guy, the son, the the the, the lawyer who's, who ends up staying at the house for the night with his girlfriend, right. and they're all get ready. To, they're like having a little, you know, they're having a dinner, and they got wine, and they're getting drunk, and they're getting ready for a night of debauchery. And he's, Patrick O'Neill, the lawyer, looks like he's about 20 years older than this woman. Oh, yeah, whatever. no. He,
3: he has her because he has money
2: and a jaguar and a jaguar yeah. and back then
3: that meant something now jaguars are just kind of scrap but
2: yeah but in
3: the olden days people revered them and they were like
2: wow that's a jaguar head. so he's 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 at the house he goes into the house and then you get in you can see through like the shots that somebody's in the house already yeah so you don't know if it's like the son the grandson or whatever somebody's in the house Hiding now, but you can hear them like you know, like whatever. shuffling around.
3: And boy, these two that are these two lovers that are like wandering around, they sure are oblivious because. That that guy that that ghost or person was not made it was not quiet. No, he's like knocking shit over and <laughs> yeah. creaking around. You know, you sit in an old house and you hear like uh, the wind goes through. You go, what was that noise? Because it's a creepy, weird house. You know, yeah, no way. This guy's just like fumbling around, knocking over vases and shit. <laughs>
2: he's like, yeah, you know, he's he's not in good shape. This uh,
3: this guy. <laughs> oh, I'm being sneaky.
2: Yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm. And then and then at this point, you know, you go, wow, this movie is like. This movie's from 72. This movie influenced, like, Halloween and all these other, like, mm-hmm. evil mm-hmm. Christmas movies. So I guess it's a lot more important than I was given it credit for. So, But at any rate, um, <laughs> yeah. so the, you know, Patrick O'Neill and, and his girlfriend get up and they're ready to go to bed. And he tells her, well, i got to go down get to the car sleep. and get some cigarettes. And he ends up getting, like, a, a little present box or whatever, yeah. right? So he's getting ready to give it to her. and As he's getting ready, getting ready to give it to her, open the door opens and they get like hacked to death yeah. or whatever. Yeah, hatchet, all bloody. Bang! Yeah, yeah they and,
3: ha- this it, thing is angry too. Whatever is killing it, because it's he's hacking the hell out of these two.
2: Yeah, things. and it's like, and it's not as gory. It's more like psycho horror, you mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's pretty bloody. And then when it gets really weird at the end. The 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 killer takes like a a, a, crucifix. a crucifix and he puts it in the guy's hand and they're going oh, wow this is like Merry Christmas you know <laughs> what I mean they're really like so at any rate after that's done the the, the whoever's in the house starts calling up the, they're calling everyone and it's like hi my name is Mary there's like a murder in the house or
3: something. Yeah. You gotta come over here. Who is this? Right. right. He calls
2: the sheriff, but then the other lady, the uh, the the other lady, the townsperson, is the operator.
3: Yeah, we're skipping we're skipping over a lot of shenanigans because there is a lot of like.
2: There's a lot of stuff. not gone.
3: dead air, but there's a lot of like, what is this for? I don't understand why this is this part of the movie. There's a lot
2: of loose ends, like cul-de-sacs and loose yeah, ends and yeah, 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 red herring,
3: and you're like, oh my god, why is this a thing? Um,
2: so and then while, while that's going on, creating suspense and yeah, they, they have to you know pad the story or whatever. So while that's <laughs> going on, the grandson, like I guess he steals the guy's car, right? Yeah, hey, he goes to
3: the house, which is
2: which uh, is his house, you know. Yeah, there's
3: a lot of stuff where they're like, he goes to the house, steals the Jaguar, drives into town, cause the house is locked, and but. Like numerous times, people are going to the house but get interrupted, or yeah, we yeah, should yeah, go yeah, to the yeah. house, but let's stop here and look at canaries. And you're like, what the hell, man? Just go there or yeah. don't go there. It was like nonstop. Like maybe we should go to the house. I don't know. It's a pretty far drive to the house. You're like, yeah, right. would you just get the movie to the house, please? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Dicking it's like, around, It's it. like, no, we
2: still have 20 more minutes. I don't know. I'm on
3: my way to the house. Better stop and look at this light in the middle of a field for who gives a shit, you know. It was,
2: so 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 while the, the murderer is killing people, you know, doing that, it's like all of a sudden, like, I don't know if it's simultaneously or whatever, the grandson shows up at Mary Warnoff's house.
3: Yeah. Which is like, wait, what? Okay, I guess. And then she pulls a gun on him, which is and what, this is my favorite scene because, she answers the door and she's holding a pistol on this guy. Yeah, right. And and he's like kind of quippy, even though there's a woman holding a gun at him. I'm yeah, like, right. I don't think you'd be so quippy there, yeah, smartass. Yeah, I think
2: you'd be a little bit more worried. But he's like, yeah, I'm fucking cool. Yeah, yeah.
3: exactly. So I don't, he's like, I don't care about it. So then she's all like, well, whatever, get out of here. And then, but then, oh, he, he tells
2: ha- her he's the grandson. Yeah, and then he's uh,
3: like, oh, okay, well, whatever. And then he comes back and then they have a drink of whiskey
2: and then they're friends again and they're
3: friends like she's well, basically he come, well he like comes
2: back because when he goes back to the house then, isn't that when no he
3: goes to the sheriff's and he's like well there's no one at the sheriff's office and he's right. like well did you try the the operator nope the operator ain't there either well huh okay I guess let's go to the house then
2: so then when they're going to the house the sheriff's already on his way over <laughs> finish there. your
3: scotch and let's get in the car yeah, and let's drive let a few
2: drinks you know <laughs> before we get there <laughs> let me let's put this loaded
3: pistol in my waistband and get, get going here
2: so while that's going on, the sheriff goes to the house to investigate. and He ends up at the, I guess the graveyard yeah, or something. He a sees Wilfred. the light as
3: he's driving. He's like, "Oh, okay. What's in? What's this? That's weird. There's a light there."
2: So he goes there, and like he goes to the I think it's like the grave of the, the you know the guy. The, yeah, the
3: guy, the original guy that owned the, it, owner of the house, crazy yeah, town gym, the death, yeah, you know, yeah.
2: supposedly. And uh, he's looking around, snooping around. All of a sudden, he gets like whacked in the head with a uh, uh, whatever, a shovel or something yeah. like that. And then he's done. And then I think, is he the one that they, that they the guy ends up burying or something? Yeah, he buries like him.
3: But then, then like, then Mary Warnov and the and the grandson, they see the cop's car. And they're like, oh, we better stop and investigate. And at that point, I was like, oh, remember before LEDs how shitty flashlights were? <laughs> yeah, right. And I was like, oh, we have it so good now. But anyway, they're walking out with their one candlelight freaking, like, uh, mile-long thing looking around. They're like, these look at these sunglasses. Those are the sheriff's sunglasses. And I was like... How the hell would you know what sunglasses the sheriff wears? But yeah. whatever. It's a movie suspension display. So
2: then at the, uh, while that's going on, the operator lady gets a call from the guy, and he tells her, man, you got to come here. Yeah. <laughs> 23 yeah, so come over here." So the old lady goes over there, and, like, I don't know why she's so brave, but we find out why they show up later. Yeah, there yeah. was a reason why they go there. So she shows up at the house, and then he, like, pulls the flashlight on her, and he something something happens with the hands or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, She so goes, oh, "Oh, hold my hand," and it's like these hands that he chopped off of the sheriff yeah, or somebody, she or no, or or of the I don't or, know who it was it, or, or the guy, or, or the, the lawyer, lawyer or whatever. So he ends up killing her too. But yeah. then
3: instead of going back to the house, Mary Warnov and the and the grandson, well, they go back to John Carradine. For some freaking reason, for, to you know, to find and,
2: out more information about what's going on, where's the sheriff? And you're going like, on. oh,
3: it's out. You were almost there. You were almost at the house. Just get to the house. No, oh, now, now we're going back. And then, then they, then they decide to leave the woman folk alone, even yeah. though she's the toughest character in this freaking she is. movie. is. she's the most badass. She'd probably punch that freaking ghost guy out in the face, and that'd be the end of it, you know. But she's, she's there. And she's like, okay, you're right. I'm, I'm feeble. I, I'm, I'm taller than you both, and I have a gun, but I'll stay here. You guys go take care of it. So then, then bell ringer McGee, that's John Carradine and the grandson, they pile into their car and stop and like look at some canaries or something like that. Yeah, that, that was maybe? the
2: old ladies, the canaries. The old lady's canaries, and
3: they're like, well, she's not here, just her birds, so let's go, and then they... Then he goes back and gets... Her well, anyway, like I'm it, that it, well, well,
2: Yeah, I, I kind of forgot it. But anyway, what happens? I think what happens is, around while they're doing this, she's like going through the records. Oh yeah, she, and, and she's and looking up information about what happened. And then this the is year. when this
3: movie takes a huge steaming exposition dump right on your face. Oh <laughs> like, man, does it, it! It is like you're you're like huh 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 huh, and then at, right when she does this. It just craps exposition on your face for like the next five minutes, and you're like, ah, slow down! I, I I can't absorb all this crap you're throwing in my face. And then you're like, oh, now everything's revealed. And here
2: no, well, what, 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 at first, what's revealed is she's reading the paper, and she's like, finds out that the guy, you know, Jeffrey Butler, or whatever, he was, he was actually like his. I think is this the point where he, I'm not sure if this is the point, he fe- finds out that his mother didn't. Die because he thought his mother died at childbirth. Well, or whatever. she finds
3: out she's all like, "Oh yeah, it says here that you that that your your mother didn't die. She just went away because cause of she was, something, and or they let her loose because she was
2: she was uh we don't find out what happened till later. She said or whatever. rape, yeah, that she was raped, which made out. her crazy, and then so he's like he's he's kind of stoic or whatever. So he goes like, mm, yeah. okay, you know, so. Uh, you know they go they go okay, now we gotta go back to the house, and in the meantime, Mayor Warnoff's dad, who's the mayor, gets another, gets a call, and so he's like to the house, so he like grabs a gun or whatever you know, as and
3: you do as you yeah, do like yeah. a
2: rifle, he's looking for something he finds a rifle or whatever, so he goes so he's starting to go over there, you know, so like there's a big there's gonna be a big showdown, everyone's there. going to the house, yeah, everybody's going to the house so the guy, you know, the the son and the the grandson goes in first. Tells my everyone, i will stay in the car. Let me go in and see if everything's okay. So he goes in there, and all of a sudden he sees like a book, you know, and he starts reading. It. And it's basically like the book of his grandfather telling him
3: diary. He finds the diary. He finds the diary at it's laying at the yeah
2: right in the front there, so you no, can
3: see uh, it at the at the at the on the grave.
2: Oh, that's yeah, right. He, he found finds it at it the, at grave. the grave right when he picks that's up right. the sunglasses.
3: He's like. Huh? This must be my grandfather's thing, and then he's reading it, and that's where everything else is explained.
2: Yeah, you find out at this point that the grandfather, like, bought the house, but his and he had his family there, but his wife died. Big
3: socialite, he was really a pop, really popular. It was a rich guy, rich stuff going on there, but then he donated it to be uh, a mental health institution. Well, what
2: happened was uh, is that like his wife died. But then it was just him and his daughter, and somehow or another, he, he got he he ended up raping his daughter, and they had that kid. So, but his daughter like went nuts, and so they 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 sent the kid off to California. Yeah, that's
3: right. I wasn't sure. That's I wasn't what i sure if that's what happened yes. or not. But that's what I kind of thought
2: happened. Uh, yeah, yeah. He raped. He he ended up raping the da- his daughter. So she had the kid,
3: which is the grandson. They the the They sent
2: no. him off to California, and and she went nuts. So he basically took the house and turned it into a mental hospital and brought
3: in all these doctors and brought all these
2: doctors to see if they could help the daughter or whatever and in the meantime they also turned it into the house and a mental house so then the daughter was never was still there and never cured it was never cured, so he went back like i guess years later, like twenty years later, and he saw that the daughter was never cured and then he went into where the doctors were and they're all having this drunken party. Yeah,
3: like that. Like the doctors were just kind of scamming them,
2: scamming them, taking missing. all
3: the money, just and being. They were really accentuating like the. It was almost like Pink Floyd levels of fat, rich aristocrat. Yeah. You know how yeah, they always yeah, yeah. like they were like. They really shoved it in your face, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and that's what this one did, did too, where they were like,
2: oh, 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 "Oh." And what's interesting is the whole flashback sequence is shot in the sepia tone, like oh, yeah. you know, messed a uh, uh, grainy, so it makes it look like you're really going into like an old 1920s flashback. So, it, and it gives it a really strange, dreamlike, gritty, weird feel to it, or whatever. Yeah. So, anyway, he goes back and he sees what's going on, and he gets really pissed off, you know. So he goes. And he like opens he waits it, till
3: they get really drunk.
2: He waits till he gets really drunk and passed out. Yep. All he, the doctors are just he, he lounging his, around. Drunk he gets his daughter out. You know, he takes her out. Then he gets the bright idea, yeah. which is kind of like pretty nasty of letting every mental. Instead of just taking his daughter and going like, you know, I'm just gonna take you away, honey. We're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna help you somewhere else. You know, he gets the bright insane idea that he's gonna like let them. He lets the mental patients out.
3: The inmates run the asylum, and then
2: the inmates go in and they and they they see they, 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 they
3: gruesomely murder
2: him. They get the one guy and they put like a the one guy gets a glass and he like po- pops his eye out yeah. or something. It's all done, not as gory as you think, but you know what's going yeah. on.
3: and uh, the one, and the other now this is like before he did that, which I was like, oh, that's pretty ingenious. I thought he was just going to go and kill him one by one. Right. I thought the whole story was going to be this guy. Saw that the doctors were just taking advantage of him, and he just killed them all. Right. Then he had served penance and killed himself. But it was much better written in, in the fact that he did what he did, where he let them do the killing. Yeah. Because yeah. then he's he's free and clear. So then they all the people go away, all the doctors are dead, and he. That's when they were just kind of like, well, and I just lived out my life in this house until I burned to death, or or, or until that the rest of the story catches up where he died. Supposedly. But then you don't understand why he'd be like no one can ever touch this house. Yeah, that was one of his stipulations in his will. When I'm dead, no one can dare touch his house. Blah blah blah. So that the town people, townspeople could buy it back.
2: But then, but then after the after the inmates killed everybody, they scattered. They scattered, but the daughter disappeared too, and he thinks that he thought they might have that he killed, they they, they killed they, her. They killed her, or whatever, because he's never heard from again. So they scattered, but it turns out that some of these inmates became. The town, the four people—that's that, who's
3: in the town. The inmates are actually—they're the, all that's the sheriff, left in the town.
2: Yeah, the sheriff, the operator. So that Charity. was the ending.
3: That was like, wow, that's really awesome because that made a lot of sense with because they were all kind of quirky and flinchy and weird.
2: But so you that, didn't know
3: why. So that's
2: know. why he was calling them because he—he he, like, basically he—you know—it wasn't the grandson. What happens is at the end, the you know they're in the house. The guy, the, the crazy guy, which was basically the grandfather, yeah. comes out. Still alive. He's still alive. And then, like, um the Mary Warnoff's dad comes in with a gun, and he ends up doing, like, a Mexican standoff with yep. the son, and they shoot each other to death. Bang, bang. And then, yeah. and then Grandpa shows up, and he's getting ready to, like, kill Mary, and she pulls the gun out, and she, you know, she she shoots him and finally, yep. and finally kills him. But what you find out is that, like we were talking about before, all the guys, the main guys in the town... Were inmates had escaped.
3: Yep, and they just they just started their own town. And that was it. And, then, and and
2: he and and the the guy didn't really burn to death. He just he was. He, like, they said
3: he burned a vagrant. He found he found a squatter in the house. Yeah, and, and lit him on fire. So know? he
2: was basically like he went to a mental hospital and when he found out that the house was being sold, he 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 escaped, mm-hmm. and he decided he was going to kill all the people that you know yep. the the people that killed his daughter. You know, which were the mental patients uh, or whatever. Now, at this
3: point, listener, I'm sure you're like, confused. my head hurts because yeah. I'm confused. That's, that we're we're not, we're being faithful to the story. It was very confusing until it very wasn't.
1: Yeah. Do you know what
3: I mean? Like, it was one of those, that, that as soon as you find out the, the, what's going on, you're like, oh, oh, now, all right, now I get it. You know, and, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, it doesn't, the only thing that's a knock on to this, on this movie, again, is instead of revealing exposition slowly mm. letting us find stuff and discover stuff yeah 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 it's literally like two or three like punches in the face of super exposition and you're like okay i guess it's so many leaps of pa- leaps of faith at one shot it's hard to keep up with the movie yeah it's a it's a fine story it's a fine you know the actors were were good. Everything was good about Atmosphere, this Atmosphere, yeah, scary, scary. It was weird and creepy. It, it was, was a like good an movie. early
2: slasher. You yeah, know, set in the snow, like The Shining, or yep. like like a big house in the snow. Look I mean, cold. Yeah, influenced a lot of things. You yeah, know, I thought it was a really movie. fine movie for a, uh, for a little cheap little B movie. Yeah. It was. They did a lot with what they had or yep. whatever. So, but it's it's pretty grim, you know. And, oh uh, yeah, you know. yeah.
3: Because at the end she's walking down this long driveway and. The bulldozers are coming up to knock the house down.
2: Yeah. That's it. You know, so she's like the only survivor from anybody. Yeah. You know? So it's it's uh it's it's a strange, rough little movie or whatever for its time, but uh it was uh it was interesting and it was it was decent. It's worth So it's put worth it on for out. the kids
3: on Christmas Day.
2: Yeah, right on Christmas morning while they're opening up the presents. Just hey. say
3: I've got the greatest present of all for everyone here. Here. And then pop it on.
2: And then see people cry and like be, like, really depressed and throw their Christmas presents. <laughs> what are you going
3: to give this thing, man?
2: Uh, 7.5. I'm uh, at
3: a 7. almost gave it an 8, but I'm going to stick with a 7. Yeah. Uh, as I thought about it more and more today, I was like, ah, it probably would be an 8, but ah, seven's a fine number, too. It was a good movie. It's watchable. Um, a little bit more of an even pacing would have been would have been better for the exposition, but other than that... I mean,
2: it it does have a lot of atmosphere, a lot of... Oh, mood. yeah, the now this is a is creepy, creepy, weird movie. Very dark. Some scenes are too dark where you don't even know what's going on. Yeah. Everybody's, like, suspicious in this movie. You know, it's a real mystery. By design. By know. design, yeah. yeah.
3: A, had a touch of Ag- Agatha Christie in it, you know. Yeah, and, and, and... Just gored it up a little bit.
2: When the, uh, when, when he lets the inmates out when in a party, and that, that whole era is very... Very macabre and strange and eerie and creepy. and It's almost really, like I uh, expected
3: the doctors to start eating, like, maggots and weird stuff. Yeah, was, it was like, very grim. Like, it was grim. shot where that could have happened and you'd have been like, I guess that makes sense.
2: It was very grim. The whole thing about what some of those inmates became the townspeople, that mm. was a little, I don't know, I didn't buy that. That was right. the
3: shocker that I liked, though. I that liked was, it. That I, was I, the I, twist I that I was, used, I was like... It was a
2: Ooh. twist, but I don't know if I bought it, but okay, you know, I mean, you know, I bought it enough that I liked the movie, so... You know, I just can't see how, like, lunatics, that loony became the sheriff. But you never know. I mean, when the a lady please- was kind of weird with all the birds in her room. And Carradine was kind of weird with a little bell ringer or whatever. You know what I mean? So, and I guess Mary Warnoff's dad was one of the inmates, too. So... Huh? Yeah. Uh, you know, very strange movies. Only ma- this kind of movie is the seventies, you know. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Seventies kind of movie. So the
3: seventies kind of movie. Well, here's some now, now. that now you're in the Christmas spirit, here's some here's some uh the trailers, and then we'll be right back with the, even more Christmas. E- yeah, this is enjoyment. more Christmassy. And you won't believe what I picked, mm. unless you're a member of the Facebook thing that yeah, you saw what you I know picked. what's going on. oh, uh, I ruined secrets.
2: So, uh, you an artist or something? Uh, yeah. You do paintings or...?
0: Yeah, paintings.
4: Okay, great.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. What do
4: you paint mostly?
0: I don't know, just... people and fruit and shit.
4: They say Ezra Cobb was a nice enough fella. Kinda quiet, hard-working, good neighbor devoted son, just about the last person in the world you'd suspect of being deranged. Deranged, the story of Ezra Cobb, grave robber, psychopath, and homicidal maniac. He was trapped in his mother's web of evil, twisted by his own demented fears, so obsessed with death itself that he became deranged. He carved a trail of butchery so brutal that newspapers refused to print its gruesome details. Deranged, a nightmare of insane murder and lingering death. Deranged, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent.
0: Bruce Lee is gone, but his supreme style of fighting goes on and on in, goodbye Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, he's more than a memory to his millions of brothers of all colors, and now he's back. Hear Kareem Abdul-Jabbar talk about the mysterious death of his close friend and teacher, Bruce Lee, and see exciting footage of Jabbar and Lee in actual martial arts competition. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Bruce Lee, the Muhammad Ali of martial arts, who fought his way from the ghettos of Hong Kong and San Francisco to become the most exciting fighting legend of our time. And now he's back. Terry Levine presents an Aquarius film's release. Goodbye, Bruce Lee, his last game of death. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. Get yourself ready for a mean double bill. If coffee don't get you, J.D. will. Coffee will cream you. J.D. will scream you. So take a taste of double trouble. See coffee and J.D.'s revenge. Doing it together to do it to you. Pam Greer, Lynn Turman, and Lou Gossett Jr. In coffee and J.D.'s revenge. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent.
3: But enough about all that. What is this? What did I pick oh, for boy. this?
2: You picked a cartoon. Man. I did
3: pick a cartoon. Did you get
2: a metronome?
3: I've had that metronome since I was uh. a child. I just brought it in here because I used to, I'm uh, doing guitar lessons, <laughs> and uh, I'm learning how to play the notes. Okay, but I have zero timing. Oh,
1: so, okay.
3: so she, so my teacher was like, "You probably want to get it, like use a metronome and like start worrying about like the timing." Good, good idea it is a good idea. Yeah, a good idea. I had idea. been kind of uh i haven't been paying any attention to that really I've just been hitting the notes so it's it's part of learning it's part of growing Of.
2: yeah anyway yeah
3: so yeah metronome- that's what I, metronome the movie is what I picked this week
2: <laughs> that would be a great that'd be like an Andy warhol movie, eight hours of a metronome just going back and forth while like flies buzz over it, and uh you know the light changes in the room. Okay, enough of that movie. Enough, enough of that movie, yeah. That huh. was just a trailer. That was the trailer for it. That right?
3: <laughs> the trailer for Metronome the yeah, movie. Metronome, the movie yeah. I picked He Man and She Ra Christmas Special. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Man. you did. You sure did. Man. And thank you for that.
3: <laughs> it was 45 minutes.
2: <laughs> yeah. Of, of unicorns and, uh, you know.
3: <coughs> now, is this the gayest cartoon that's ever been made? I including think. gay animated porn.
2: I think so. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I never watched, but I'm sure as the, of, of 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 any cartoons that I've seen, this is the gayest one.
3: It's so weird because they're all hulking, gigantic people, but it's they drawn. Have, they in, have
2: little haircuts. It's
3: a very odd.
2: There's unicorns. Way.
3: yeah, like wait, what? Now I watched this, and um, I had I have had I never watched. A single frame of He-Man Man or before. She-Ra, no, nope. Me neither. I knew a little bit about it from the um, uh, Robot Chicken. Often uses that setting to do something funny, so I, I knew the characters from that stuff. But that's only filling it in with my head. Uh, so after I watched this special, I went to work, and a, a guy that works with us, um, he really likes it. Like he he knows like he has everything about. Yeah, of, of oh, he No, no, no. Yeah, he, he knows everything about it. He's on the forums. Like like everything has that now. Like if you know if you like oh I like uh, uh, Krylon paint. There's a Krylon paint forum yeah. and, and stuff. You know, so he knows about <laughs> this. So I went in and I was like, look man, I, I gotta fill some stuff in. My brain couldn't process this really. I was like, so are they on Earth or not? Uh, is there flying cars and dinosaurs and shit? What is uh, like I had to ask a lot, a lot of questions. Like what the hell am I watching here? You know, there's a faceless dude with a cape that has that hat from the guy from uh, Cosby.
2: Yeah, yeah, re- and run, the hoodie, no, yeah, no, the like
3: the, the little like eyes things and and um,
2: Skeletor, right?
3: No, 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 I'm talking about oh, that. Oh, you're that, talking about
2: that orc guy, or or and or, you know, and I was so
3: he he helped fill in the universe for me a lot and taught and and I learned a lot, you know. And I was like, okay, so it makes sense. I underst I understood it better, you know. Now, the other thing with Christmas specials, as we all know, <laughs> oftentimes the Christmas special is not representative of that universe. Like, if you watch the Happy Days Christmas special, that's not really how Happy Days is. It's just, like, those characters are, are doing something fun and festive for their fans, and, sure. and that's cool. And and, that, and we get that. So I kind of had to say, is this really what it's like, or or was this just the, the thing, you know? So what we find out is Skeletor isn't that nice of a guy. It's just for the Christmas story. He smiles, which I guess was the only time he smiled. Ah. Which I grabbed that screenshot for our, our blog post, is, is of course.
2: a puppy? Licks his face. Yeah, it's
3: so funny. Like, and some of that stuff because '80s were also a very weird time. Yeah. Um, weird, weird time. Animation was different. Like movies were different. Everything was kind of amped up. Yet. It, yeah. Past pastel eyes, yeah, yeah, you know, lots of lots of weird stuff going on, you know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was almost like, was it, I was looking in the background, like was this like the wizard where it was all like kinds of trippy drug stuff in the background, and that wasn't the case. Uh, it was. Just, I
2: think I think the 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 the, kid's, the unicorn stuff came from Shira. I guess they they wanted it wasn't just he. Now those were
3: two separate. I think so I
2: think it was He-Man and the Ma- He-Man and the Masters, Masters of the universe. universe. And
3: then She-Ra was a secondary thing. So that's it was why like a spin-off. That's because that's what. Uh, and so that's then, that, why you yeah. get
2: the unicorns and all the you know the the fairy women and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. I don't think that was in the I don't think that was in the He-Man. That wasn't in the He-Man
3: stuff, but it's also like why not? They yeah. they supposedly their brother and sister. Let's. They're like, well, we're not going to animate two different things. Just put them together and get. We'll get all the demographics at the same time. Yeah. But this is a kids thing. This is for kids. Yeah. Um, they're very muscular. I mean, my God, Skeletor has abs to 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 this way from Sunday. He he's got like a twenty pack of of abs. He's so muscular. I'm like, yeah. wow. <laughs> <Guy's> got <laughs> for like, a dead he, guy. He does so many sit ups. It's insanity.
2: Yeah, for a know? skull face guy. Yeah. And then He Man's. Yeah. You know, I mean. That 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 haircut that he's got—that was like the weirdest crap I ever remember seeing. It was just kind of strange. And like I guess, a Prince
3: Charming kind yeah, of. Yeah, like a
2: Prince Valiant or Prince, Prince Valiant yeah. with this huge like muscle man body. It was just odd. It, and now,
3: now this was something I did ask straight away, and and, and it, I I was like, everyone there knows he's he man, right? And they said no, and I was like,
2: wait, what? Because he acts differently before he becomes before he pulls the sword. So he's the
3: Superman thing.
2: Yeah, kind of. But then I guess,
3: uh, you know, um, oh, what am I going to call? I I have to have a nickname for the guy. uh, For who? uh, uh, We'll just call him Paris. So Paris said, uh, a guy at work. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Paris was like, oh, you know, no, they don't know he's. So it's like the Clark Kent thing. We're like, oh, wait, he took off his glasses. He kind of looks like Superman. So, you know, when He-Man does his transformation, People go, oh, well, that gigantic guy isn't here anymore, but here's this really gigantic guy who rides a a horse in space, a cat in space and stuff, and they can breathe in space. Like, that's the thing. That's 80s animation all day long where they don't explain shit. You can just fly a tiger in space without air, and who cares, you know, and and
2: who cares? Yeah. uh, Like I said, I never watched the show. I've seen enough, like, I I have some comic books or some kind of, like, it, it you know some kind of connection to because I like I like the artist who drew it or whatever I have mm. I told you I had a couple of figures that I got from Playworld like a million years ago. You right? should give those
3: to Paris. They probably maybe they're, no, want <laughs> yeah. maybe they're worth money. I want them. maybe they're worth money.
2: they're out of the packaging and all that. Oh my God. I have Star Wars figures from back then that I got from Playworld, you know, but I took them out. Of. They're not mint. They're not mint anymore. You so, know what? You, know. you can
3: screw that noise. Yeah, you
2: know. whatever. So I yeah. have tons.
3: I have some. I have that Harrison Ford in that shooter cockpit up there. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a lot yeah. of stuff, but I took them out because I don't care. Yeah, I so. And the um, I don't believe in collectibles anymore. I. I Good I, for you. I've crossed the road and I just enjoy stuff. Good for uh, you. actually, uh, Paris came in. I came in for Chris and uh, I got a Christmas gift. You know those uh, vinyl pop.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suburban Pop one.
3: Godzilla. He got me a oh, Godzilla. I was that's like, yes, it's cool. <laughs> so uh, cool. And so that's on my desk. So thank you, Paris. But um, so yeah, it was it was just it was a really surreal odds um watch for me because I do like animation to some degree, but I like more of like the uh, Futurama, Simpsons. I like that kind of.
2: You like the Bugs Bunny and stuff like that too, don't Yeah, you? well, yeah, I grew up you know, with that 40s. stuff. Oh, my yeah. God.
3: I could go line for line with that junk. Uh,
2: yeah, um, yeah.
3: So this one was a bit odd. I know um, when this came out, I think there was also. Uh,
2: th- Thunder the Barbarian. Mm-mm-mm.
3: Thundercats.
2: Thundercats, Thundercats was, Cats was
3: big. This was big. And I just didn't watch them. Uh, I think people. Nah. Had, I knew people that did watch them. I just. I was out on, you know, I don't know. I just She's did uh, like, mini gal- bikes and yeah, stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, but. um. It was a it was a funny show. I mean, The premise was absurd, but it's a it's a cartoon for kids, so you don't expect like deep plot lines and and uh, you know uh, that Oracle thing got into a, a, a spaceship and
2: yeah, then and crashed on Earth. Earth, and
3: then they somehow magically got he came back, but he also brought back some some kids with him. What, was,
2: what was weird was at the end one of the kids. It's like a blonde haired girl and another kid, and, and the kids name is miguel so i go oh really so he's spanish
1: huh
2: <laughs> and then at the very end you meet his parents and his dad is like some... <laughs> the girl's like a little blonde girl and the kid's just like a regular guy and the dad's like this like kind of like curly haired guy with a big old like mustache and kind of fat and the mom's like gonna go who the hell came up with these parents for these kids Are these supposed to be mexican or something i don't i don't know it's who, you came, who's the, who came up with? I, I, my head hurt thinking about it. I put <laughs> too much thought into that. They
3: put every race and demographic into a shotgun. and they went sh- sh- boom. There's the family. You, that, know, like, like, got you know, they're like two normal looking
2: kids, and then dad looks like Avery Shriver or something like Maybe that. Maybe they were
3: trying to model him after the dad from Speed Racer. Remember mean, how he had that pops racer? Pops don't racer, don't man. He had that bu- bushy mustache and big gut. Like, that's that, that's pops racer right there.
2: I was like, what?
3: Everyone owes everything to Speed Racer comics.
2: So yeah, the the little like little goofy character, or Orky or whatever the hell his name He's is. He's the
3: precocious scamp of the thing. He gets he, into trouble. He, you know. he
2: gets on the ship that they want to do. I, I didn't pay much attention to it. I yeah. watched it like kind of <laughs> like, yeah, okay. And he gets on the spaceship that the he man's using for something else, and he. Takes off and, and he ends up on Earth and he picks these kids up and then these bad guys. No, but then they, them. to get
3: them back, they have to go. Like Shira has to go find a dilithium crystal yeah. or, or something. Blah to be blah, blah. Yeah. but that's protected by robots and the robots yeah. are funny. I laughed a lot at the robot world because they were just craziness, you know. And then the monster put her in this in this glass thing, but she broke out.
2: kid, these other critters escaped, helped them escape from there. Yeah, because then there
3: was the Care Bears, like, kind of like Care Bears things that they were, they were on the good side.
2: Yeah. And that
3: war was going on. And then they got the crystal. They got the kids back, or Oracle back, but he brought kids. So now what are we going to do? Now then, we have to send them
2: back. And then Skeletor gets involved in it at some point. Yeah,
3: but, but it's so funny because Skeletor was going to get the kids for his overlord, yeah, but then right. a secondary bounty bounty hunter got the kids and he shot Skeletor down. So Skeletor yeah. was like angry at the bounty hunter more than he was at He Man. <laughs> and, and and he so he steals the kids back and he's walking with them. And then she finds some space puppy and then. Space puppy loves Skeletor, so he's licking his face, and he keeps that on going was, like, that "eh, was funny. eh." Stop doing that! You're yeah. gonna leave him
2: dying in the snow. He was, was gonna leave him dying in the snow. Then he got the Christmas spirit. <laughs> it was so
3: great! He was gonna let this puppy die, and he's like, "Well, even I can't do that. Even that's evil. Even too evil for me, you know."
2: He did like five takes. Like, wait, should I? Uh, no. Uh, uh, oh
3: yeah, dude. And then, so that was really funny. And then they're walking along, and then, and then, I, so then, He-Man goes and defeats the robots. I'm, missing, I'm mixing some of this up because who cares, you know. It was hard to, like... So, But then they... So Wait, now, then they sent the kids back to Earth after yeah. they discovered Christmas
2: was... Yeah, they gave them a little Christmas party back after they destroyed the robots, after they saved yeah, they the day. Yeah, they Okay,
3: that's, and that's all they it was, They really. took them back
2: to the, the planet that they're on, and they gave them a little... He-Man dressed up as Santa Claus, they gave them a little Christmas... And then they, they used the whatever crystal was to send them back to earth yeah. and the parents are like, "Oh, where were you guys? Oh, we were on another planet and we were doing this." And yeah. dad, I didn't know you were a Mexican. I thought you, were, you know, <laughs> you're the, my real dad. You don't look anything like me. And we'll talk about that later, kid or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then and then the end. And it was just a strange It
3: made me laugh. I was I, I, was, I, did,
2: I laughed, but I didn't pay much attention. I just kind of was like. Well, I
3: watched it. It was just, but, 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 like, again, there was just such. It was. You didn't, you weren't supposed to really focus on a whole lot of stuff. It was just kind of go on the journey with them and laugh and live and love and then. Yeah, and it
2: was like there was one part where the kids go on this planet and there's like this little fairy girl. She's, and then there's like some other dude with like. Short hair and this really thin mustache playing that the har that the lute. Oh, yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm kind of like, wow, this dude's kind of funny looking. You know, I don't know about this guy, but whatever. You know, I mean, they're yeah. they're in the they're in the magical world of She-Ra or whatever. Everybody's that's like, that's right.
3: He was playing that weird like, not a harpsichord, but it was some kind of thing, some yeah.
2: guitar looking thing. This whole thing, had like. It was just something that was bothering me throughout this whole thing. Really? Like, no,
3: I thought it was funny. I mean, I, I thought, didn't, no, uh, I
2: laughed though. I thought it was funny. I didn't.
3: Know? um <laughs> just,
2: uh, Yeah. Happened? Well, it was
3: so bizarre. It, it, was, it was very. It str- made me remember. It was stranger
2: than our mo- the first movie. I Oh think. yeah.
3: It, it made me really. I started kind of thinking more back towards towards that the stuff that was around in the 80s and and it was almost like most of it was Mattel marketing, but yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. also. He didn't know what was gonna happen. It wasn't like uh, like a you know before that it was like the Tom and Jerry hour where, uh you know, enemy they get into shenanigans, the end. You know you know or or Wile E. Coyote gets hit with a baseball bat and he gets hit with a with a missile and then a mountain drops on him and the bird keeps running. The end. Like they were very simplistic, but they followed one thought line. It wasn't like multiple things going on and multiple like so it, I guess in the 80s they did advance to some degree there was a bit more yeah. fleshing out of the stuff but like, oh okay I guess you know
2: like like we were talking about He-Man had his Master of the Universe didn't they make a movie of He-Man maybe? yes
3: Canon that was towards the end of Canon's run okay, Canon yeah. made this made the with Dolph Lundgren Dolph
2: Lundgren was him yeah. and
3: they were talking in that, um, in that movie uh, Electric Boogaloo they were like we were filming this He-Man and there wasn't a freaking ending <laughs> and they had like three or four different producers to direct. I mean directors, and and they didn't even have an ending for this damn thing. And they're like, "What are we gonna do?" You know.
2: Uh, but I think that movie might have been. A, a, I never saw it. But I think it might have been a little more manly than this cartoon was. Yeah. yeah well, I, I mean, in all fairness, this cartoon was also geared to the shira. The girls. It had so to do both demographics, It yeah. so it couldn't just go off in one direction. It had to cater to everybody, so yeah, you didn't, you know. Like, I thought
3: it was fine. I mean, you know, it was, okay. it was just the He-Man and She-Ride. It was good I'd, for a few laps. I picked it just because I'd never done it. I'd never seen anything, so I was like, eh, time, yeah. to, time to take it. T- dip my toe into the world of... He managed. Yeah, not like I'm
2: going to go out and buy any of them, but it's kind. No. It was kind of fun to watch. It was watch. funny. Good for a few laughs. Filmation was the studio. I think that. Yeah, Filmation. Filmation was you know made the. Because I even asked,
3: I, that's I asked Paris if I was like, is this a uh, was this any J- Japanese or Korean? Uh, no, it was all all you know.
2: They they were around through the 80s. I think they ended in the 90s. They did a lot of the. The superhero cartoons in the 60s and 70s, like a I lot of the DC, like Batman, Flash, Superboy, oh, cool. Superman, and all That's that. That's a good gig. They were a fun uh, company. You can uh, there's a documentary about them somewhere. I I know, I know. Years ago, I got like a disc of uh, from uh, from Netflix from when you, we used to get discs only, of a bunch of the cartoons, and there was a documentary in there. It's pretty cool. You know? I have to
3: look it up and see if it's still there. That's awesome.
2: And, yeah. All right, that's it for this week. Oh, what are you gonna? I'm
3: gonna give this one a six. You know? Yeah, same thing. Okay,
2: it's it's it's, it's 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 good for, you know what? If you got a kid and it's Christmas and you want to watch a cartoon, just put it on for them. They'll enjoy. Oh, a kid it. will watch
3: this all day yeah. long. They'd be like, oh, "That's funny." Yeah. You know, it's on YouTube. Go grab it. All right, that's it for this week. May name's be with me as always?
2: Dr. Morbius. We'll
3: see you next week. And, and
2: hey, wait, wait. Let's wish a Merry Christmas to everybody because this is our Christmas episode. Oh,
3: Merry Star Wars to everybody. Merry
2: Star Wars and a happy... Uh, happy Close
3: Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah. Or a fourth kind, as yeah. it were. Yeah,
2: Feliz Navidad, as they say <sighs> in the land down on... Word
3: up, as they say back in my... Uh, the, re- the Mean Streets of... Slatington.
2: There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Which is the tiniest little town in the tiniest little place in the tiniest little Very world. Very cool. We'll see you next, uh, next week.
2: Same bat time, bat channel. Same bat, bat channel. Bat, bat place.
3: Same Star Wars time, same Star Wars channel. You have to say Star Wars a lot now. Star Wars. That's the hip thing to do. All because the
2: nobody expects Star Wars <laughs> zing.
0: Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition.